0: Welcome to the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast where we talk all about concepts of the self, soul purpose, finding meaning and all things spirituality. Here you will find episodes filled with the deep and meaningful and free from the small talk. I'm your host Marnie and I thank you for joining me on whatever stage of your healing journey you are at. Welcome to another episode. I've been wanting to talk about today's topic for a while now. Um, I mentioned in my last episode that I'd been doing some relief teaching and then I realized I don't think I'd even mentioned the fact that I'm a fully qualified primary school teacher on here before and I thought I probably should explain that side of my background. So I am a fully qualified primary school teacher, I graduated in 2019, I got a job two weeks after my final internship ended and I taught full-time from August 2019 till the end of term 1 2023, so this year. So I did just shy of four years of full-time teaching. In that time, I taught all year levels from kindergarten to year six at some point throughout those four years. I taught year three, four for my first two terms, year five, six for 12 months. I did year two for 18 months. And then I taught a kindergarten pre-primary year one, year two split classroom for three terms before I decided to resign. I taught a wide range of students, all with their own unique personalities, backgrounds, abilities. And I have taught students with autism, anxiety, ADHD, PTSD, students who have experienced high-level trauma. I taught students with selective mutism and language delay, as well as students from a range of cultural backgrounds. And when I went into my first classroom I had taken this job and then later was informed that the teacher I was taking over from had actually had a heart attack on the evening of the last day of school of the term prior to me starting and she had passed quite suddenly. So as a graduate I've taken I had taken over a classroom that had experienced quite a high level of trauma and so basically what I'm trying to get at is that even though I only taught for four years I covered a fair bit of ground and I was pretty much surrounded by other people's trauma for that whole time whether that be with my students or my students parents extended family members of my students or even students of other classrooms whether it was my co-workers it just seemed to be quite a heavy theme so I took on quite a quick role of being that nurturer that healer the safe space for a lot of children and a lot of people who I was working with I put a Facebook post up on my business page a while ago where I talked about how what I found the most rewarding and fulfilling was actually the healing work that I was able to do with my students, their families, my co-workers, whoever I was working with within my role as a teacher. And I would use spiritual techniques within the classroom as a way to support my students in their emotions, in their learning and in their overall enjoyment of school. I still loved the teaching and learning part, but I loved my teaching role the most when I was engaging the students in learning about emotional regulation, emotional intelligence, resilience, kindness, teaching them to love themselves for who they are and be proud of themselves and to be confident in their own skin and to be accepting of others regardless of differences. And when I say that I use spiritual techniques within my classrooms, I mean I would smudge my classroom morning and night, I would bless my room and welcome in my spirit team to support my children and I in our learning for the day. My kids and I would do meditation daily, we would ground ourselves and we talk about breathing exercises and other ways to be mindful among other things that we you can do to help support your spirituality it then got to the point where I was feeling like the requirements of what a teacher is supposed to do in terms of the curriculum the boxes you had to tick the reporting the mountains of paperwork and planning felt really far away from what I felt was truly important and so different to what my heart was really wanting to do And what I wanted to do was go to school. I wanted to nurture and love my kids all day and then come home and switch off and enjoy my time with my family or do things that fill my soul cup up um, before returning to work the next day. And my priority was to fill my children's emotional cups during the day so that when they went home they were feeling really prepared and grounded in their own bodies so that they could cope with whatever it was that was happening at home then they'd come back to me the next day i would do my best again to fill their cups back up and it would create this loop of them being able to manage their emotions and to be resilient and basically just feel happy and valued in their role in the world And I realized that the education system is not set up in a way that would allow for that to be my priority. It just, as much as I could prioritize it, there was just all of these other things that I was being told that I had to do. So, you know, I needed to make sure that they could count and spell and write and read and multiply and divide. And all those things are obviously still important, but you know, it wasn't what my heart was really, really wanting to do. And then at the end of two terms, you know, I would have to rank my students and report on their academic abilities based on an average scaling system. And I just got to the point where I was getting really frustrated about the system and about what we had to do as teachers. And I had to assess whether I was going to either adapt and continue working in the education system and working in a role that wasn't fully filling my heart or take a step back and go and find something that really made my heart sing where I could still support people in the way that I wanted to but in a different capacity. So what I want to talk about is how did I know that it was time to quit my job And I want to give those of you some things to think about. If you are someone who is considering leaving your job to follow your passion or follow your heart and follow your dreams, or maybe you're someone who knows that they want to leave, but you are in a space where fear is kind of preventing you from taking that leap. And you might be getting really inundated with all of these thoughts and limiting beliefs about all the reasons why you shouldn't go and do what your heart is trying to get you to do so the first message that I have for you is that our emotions send us clear messages about whether what we are doing is right or wrong when I was teaching I became really in tune with how I was feeling about actually going to work as much as I adored my kids within the 12 months prior to me resigning there were many days where I just didn't want to go to work I didn't want to do my planning. There were some days where my body didn't even want to get out of bed. My alarm would go off and I would snooze it four or five times before actually pulling myself out of bed. Getting up and getting to work was just such a mission. I would find any excuse to call in sick, whether that was, you know, a slight headache or a slight sore throat or whatever it was. I would jump at the chance to take a day off. I was having frequent meltdowns. Usually Friday night was meltdown night because I'd had a full week of doing something that I just really wasn't enjoying. And the worst thing about Friday night was that I would end up projecting all of these awful feelings and emotions that I was you know, carrying around out on anyone who was around me or people around me who I really care about. Then on the Sunday night, I would have what teachers would call the Sunday scaries. And this is basically the rise in anxiety levels because, you know, you're heading into another week of work. You'd start panicking about all the things that were on during the week ahead. You'd start thinking about all the tasks that needed to be done without any time to do them all. You know, you think about all the assessments, the marking, the moderations, the meeting with parents, meetings with staff, meetings with leaders, and I would just get myself into quite A frantic ball of anxiety on those Sunday nights. And don't get me wrong, we all have days where we don't want to go to work. But when you are in a job that you're meant to be in, it is quite rare where you will dread going to work, either because you love what you do or for right now you are aligned with where you are meant to be. I started my business five months ago now and I have had not one single day where I have dreaded seeing my clients that I'd have booked in so I have gone from dreading almost every day of the week going to work in my teaching role to not having one day of dread in terms of my work in five months so that was a pretty clear indication to me that where I was was not right in my teaching job and how had I not had those negative feelings towards my work I would have never investigated different options. I would still be teaching and I would be happy going in and doing what I had to do most days. So I want you to think about how do you actually feel about your work? What are the messages that your emotions are trying to send you? I want you to compare what you are doing right now with whatever job you look at and think I've always wanted to do that or I think I'd be really good at that or that job would actually suit me perfectly. Because that is a perfect place to start in terms of making informed decisions on your next steps forward. And then you can start working towards a change based on how you are actually feeling about your work. I'd been thinking quite a lot about leaving teaching and within the two terms before I resigned, there were a number of things that happened That just made me feel really awful and I went home after one particular day and I sat down to journal about what had happened because that's how I like to process things and I went home after this particular day and by this stage I had been channeling spirit for a while to receive my own guidance so I knew change was coming I was you know somewhat getting prepared for that but I really didn't know when these changes were going to happen. So I sat down to journal and I channeled this message from Spirit and they told me you can either leave teaching now this term while you can leave on your term. So my own terms and through my choice or Spirit were essentially going to make things so unbearable that I would be forced out of the job and I already kind of felt like I was getting forced out but at this this stage I was still kind of trying to hang on to that teaching role when I got that message from my spirit team I think I was quite emotional about it while I was journeying because I was terrified of the unknown I didn't know what choice to make I didn't know whether I should quit while I was ahead and in control of that or wait for things to get worse where I was going to get forced out onto the path that I'm supposed to be on. And in the end, I thought having to continue in the position that I was in for another 10 weeks could have quite possibly broken me to a real low point. So I went in the next day, I resigned And the next few weeks unfolded as they did. And I was packed up and out of the classroom by the end of the term. And I will say I had absolutely no regrets. Like when I walked out on that last day, there was no looking back. I was like, I knew 100% I'd made the right decision. And I 100% knew that where I was heading was going to be so much better for me than where I was. At the time I resigned, I had already been studying for just over 12 months around the areas of spiritual health. So I had been preparing in a way. However, I really wasn't too sure what I was preparing for specifically. I wasn't sure how this was going to evolve. I wasn't sure when I would quit teaching. I didn't even really know how I was going to use my study to create something for myself. So in those 12 months leading up to resigning, I had been doing the spiritual courses that I was drawn to. Um, The courses like my Reiki courses, hypnotherapy, past life regression, basically at least half of the services that I offer now to my clients I'd been studying and I'd even started to do some Reiki on the weekends on my family and friends and I was really loving that. So it kind of was a hobby, I guess, at that stage. And I was basically just following my heart and trying out courses that looked interesting, seeing if I gelled with them. And I found that they all did come quite naturally and it all just felt right. So if you aren't enjoying your job, another thing that I would suggest to you to do is to look into other options and study while you're still doing this job. Ask yourself what your interests are, what study could you try out, and just see if it feels right. I suggest you use the fact that you're not enjoying your current job as motivation to find something else that you do love because that might help to make your path a lot clearer. Maybe you're thinking about starting a side hustle. Could you start it while you're doing what you're doing currently? You don't have to wake up one day and just go to work and say, I quit and not have a plan. You really do want to have some sort of plan. It doesn't have to be a set in stone plan, but have a think about where you are now and where you want to be and then work out some steps you could take to get you where you want to go. I say it's important to have some sort of plan because if you don't have a plan, that can put you under a lot of stress and that stress is going to make it difficult for you to step into the right energy for you to be able to think clearly about what path you want to head down because stress will block you off from attracting what you're hoping to attract. So if you're wanting to attract a new path or a new career opportunity, You won't be able to do it if you are in a place of overwhelm and anxiety. I want to reinforce for you as well that you can change your mind and you have time. Lots of people don't make changes because they think they don't have time or they feel that Because they made a choice four years ago to do that one thing, that's just what they have to do for the rest of their life. And that is simply not the case. You can change your mind and oh my gosh, you have time. I hear people say to me, it's too late for me. I can't go back and study. I don't have the time. I'm too old. Whatever it is. If this is something you are saying to yourself, I want you to reframe it. I want you to say to yourself over and over again, I can change my mind and it is never too late to change my path to something that is more aligned with my soul, my heart and my purpose. So let's say you are 32, you find a course you're really drawn to, it might take two years to complete, you bust your butt for two years to finish it and by the time you are 34, you could be living your career dream. You could be working in a job that you love going to every day and you finally feel fulfilled and in alignment with your soul's purpose. And I really just want to say that you have got nothing to lose here and everything to gain. If your heart wants you to do it and if you are pulled or drawn to something, there is always a reason for that. And you just make it work and if it's right the whole process will be enjoyable, it will be easy to do the study, it will be effortless to fit into your schedule and it will just flow naturally and your life will just naturally evolve how it's meant to. So don't find excuses not to do something because you don't know if it will work out. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But just imagine if it does, imagine how excited and proud of yourself you will be when you come out the other side and you get to do something that you really love and really enjoy. Another belief that I feel stops people from leaving a job they hate is this idea that something will be wasted if you leave. If I leave my job it will be a waste as in the time I spent studying for this job will be wasted. The money I spent on the degree will be wasted. I am here to tell you that nothing is ever, ever wasted. And from a spiritual perspective, whatever you've done in the past was for a reason. The time you spent doing it, the money you spent on it all had its purpose that always needed to happen because it has made you who you are today. People say, if I could go back in time, I'd change my decision and I would do this or that or I, you know, whatever it is. I don't want you to get sucked into thinking that. Your experiences were exactly what you needed to go through for you to be shaped to who you are today and for you to get where you are today. I want you to think of your experiences as a staircase and on this staircase you can't jump steps you have to step up one step at a time each of your experiences create a step in your staircase if you were to remove say the third step there is no way you could get to the fourth step you would just be stuck on that second step with no way of even reaching beyond that to say the 7th or the 8th or the 10th step. So start looking at all your experiences as a part of you and a part of your journey that has made you the person you are today. You know, they've these experiences have shaped you and are never a waste. Another belief that I would like to talk about is this belief of what other people will think of you. And it's this thought that... My partner will be disappointed in me if I quit my job. Or my parents will be mad at me if I change careers. This can be a big hurdle for people to jump over if they are considering making career changes. And I want to explain to you that your partner, your mum, your dad, they do not have to show up to your job every day and deal with what you have to deal with and feel the way that you are currently feeling feeling you are the one that has to get up and face it every day not your family members you so while you are feeling anxious and depressed or miserable on the brink of tears or on the edge of a mental breakdown your partner or the other people in your life they're off living their life dealing with their own stuff so if you are choosing to stay within a job that makes you feel awful you are the one that it affects the most your partner cannot show up to your job and do it for you So that means that you are the only one whose opinion matters the most in whether you stay in a job that you hate or whether you decide to take a leap of faith and work towards something that your heart is pulling you towards. If your job makes you feel really awful, your family members will be able to tell how it is affecting you because it is most likely impacting your relationship with those who you are closest to and if these people love you they just want you to be happy which means if you decide you know what I don't want to do this job because it makes me feel anxious and depressed more often than not so I'm going to leave then they will support you in your decisions because they just want what's best for you and if they are say forcing you to continue in a job that you really really hate then I'd be considering if you really need to continue having those people in your life. So please don't let the thought of what other people will think of you if you leave a job that you hate stop you from making a change that you really want to make. When I was thinking about resigning from my teaching job, I would wake up, it's probably the, the whole two weeks prior to quitting, I would wake up every morning and say, I'm going to quit today. Today's the day. And I'd say that to my partner and I'd get home from work and he would ask me, did you quit today? And I would said, no, I didn't quit today, you know, because I was still in that deciding phase. Then on the day I resigned, I came home and I said, I quit my job today. And his response was, thank God, because I couldn't cope with another day of you feeling this miserable about your job. So those who love you they want you to be happy they don't want you working a job day in and day out that you hate or that is making you feel so miserable so go and find something that lights you up and those who love you will support you regardless a lot of people will feel like they can't leave a job they hate because they feel trapped or they feel stuck this really is just an illusion No one is ever really, truly stuck or trapped. We all have the power to create our reality and we can do that through the thoughts we put out to the universe and through the actions that we take. If you are constantly telling yourself that you are trapped, new opportunities are not going to flood into you. If you tell yourself I've decided in six months time, I'm going to own my own business. I'm going to be making really good money. I'm going to have a healthy work-life balance and you keep that thought strong in your mind. That is what you will create. If you tell yourself, no one will hire me. No one wants me to work in their business. No one's going to value me. No one's going to appreciate my skills. I'm going to be stuck in a nine to five job for the rest of my life. That is what you will create attract and create in your reality so use your mind wisely i guarantee if you are wanting to leave your job your fear is what will hold you back the most fear and that inner critic is what will prevent you from being brave and trying new things your fear will try and keep you safe it will try and keep you doing the same thing doing what is familiar doing what is well known That fear is exactly what is going to stop you from growing. We all have endless possibilities and opportunities available to us, but how we think and the weight we give to that fear is what stops us from stepping out of our comfort zone. So if you can overcome that fear and push through, move through that and keep moving through that, even when it starts to feel really uncomfortable, that is when you are going to be able to access new levels of success, abundance, and growth. So to summarize the main points for today, number one, nothing is ever wasted. Number two, you can change your mind whenever you want. Number three, there is always enough time. Number four, you are the one who is responsible for what you choose to do with your life, nobody else. And five, your mind creates your reality. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope the topic today resonates with some of you listening. I hope you're able to go away and think about your current situation. Think about where you'd like to be and be brave enough to put a plan in place and to create those changes your heart is drawing you towards. Okay, I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.